It's the Peach King Podcast. Brad Friends, it's time for a blast. I'm. <laughs> now that you were so close, I, <laughs> I, I talk about things because I'm Peach King, and I hope you are too when you listen to me. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> there it is. How, was that okay. good? Sure. That is it. Whoa! Hey, what is up, guys? Hey, do you uh do you hear anything new about this uh setup? I hope you are, because guess what? I got like a little microphone, you know, instead of just uh. <laughs> Instead of just screaming into my uh, my iPad, I have a little tiny little 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 little, little mic, and um, you know testing it out. It sounds pretty good, and what's even better is you can hear the uh, the bass of my voice. It's not much right now because I just finished eating. I went to this place called uh, Rubber Soul, which um, I mean. It was a fun time. I was out with some uh, some church friends, but uh, the food was also taking very long to uh, <laughs> very long to come out with. I mean, all I got was like a, a meatball meatball sub. Oh my gosh! Wait, did I forget my meatball sub? I oh no! I forgot. I, I can't. I can't believe I forgot it. I forgot it. That's that's okay. You know, sometimes the Lord tests us in <laughs> in many ways. One being that you forgot your sandwich that you paid like $10 for. And I mean, I guess it's, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was good. You know, I like their fries and uh, and like the, the way that they serve you coffee, it's like uh, they give you like a glass uh, teacup and they put the, the coffee in there. And they give you two sugars. And, uh, you know, they they gave me two sugars. And I was kind of like, ah, oh, they gave me two sugars. Because I'm more of like a six sugar packet guy, right? So I put my two packets of sugar in. And I taste the coffee. And it's kind of bitter. And maybe you're thinking, but Keen, I mean, it's, that's what coffee is. It's bitter. Well, I mean, it depends. Like, I know that there's coffee out there that you don't even need sugar to... Uh, enjoy the coffee because it's that good. But this one, it seemed a little, like, just just kind of bitter, right? So, you know, I put my cream in. The cream didn't really do anything. I've noticed that cream, it doesn't, like, do much, you know? It, yeah, if I want, <laughs> like, cream in my coffee, it's usually, like, a small amount because I don't think it even does anything to the coffee. I guess it just keeps your teeth from turning... Uh, brown from the coffee stain uh, that you're getting. Actually, you know what really made me happy? So yesterday, I was at a uh, like a praise and worship night thing, and someone came up to me and was like, "Hey, you know, do I do I remember you from someplace?" And I was like, "I I don't know. Oh, maybe it was that place." And you know, and she's like, "Oh, maybe you know, we I guess we both had amnesia at the time, and then." You know, when I joke around, you know, when I talk and stuff, I'm very, my my face, I I guess you could say, is vibrant, right? So I'm 
talking and and this and this and then she was like oh your teeth are so white and that was really nice because i can get a little self-conscious about my my teeth color because i do drink a lot of coffee and i make an effort to keep it like from going brown right i remember i remember a little bit ago well this was like a year ago i posted a picture on instagram and what what happened was I went to the market and I got some blueberry milk and let me tell you blueberry milk is really cool right so uh I had that but they also had orange cream milk yeah so it was kind of like a like an like an orange julius kind of taste so uh I posted a picture of me smiling like you know with the orange cream and I guess it kind of affected my teeth a little bit one of my friends commented uh, to brush your teeth, and <laughs> I'm thinking, like, how how dare you post like a comment like that? Listen, you know, I'm 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 for like encouraging comments. Okay, if you're gonna comment on my post, at least be like, hey, you know, looking at you, handsome, and I'll be like, yeah, right back at you, king, right back at you. Okay, and this guy's just like, brush your teeth, shh, shh, leave me alone. All right, and then out of like guilt, I just deleted the post. Because I didn't feel like getting insulted that day. <laughs> so, But, you know, it's the, it was the orange cream, okay? It's orange milk, right? Of course it's going to affect your teeth a little bit, right? And I did have coffee at, uh, at that day, too. So that probably factored a lot into it. Um, where was I going with this? Uh, no, yeah, it was nice to be complimented on my teeth and stuff. And rubber sole, it was good. You know, the meatball sub and stuff. I, uh... I mean, it, it, like, took forever, though. We were there for, like, two hours, uh, and we did get an appetizer, but I was, I was hungry, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm the kind of person that doesn't really have breakfast, and then I usually have, like, a big lunch, and then I don't eat, like, a lot of stuff for dinner, you know, so I'm just kind of, like, a one-meal thing, and then I just, like, starve all the time. Well, (laughs) maybe not. Nah, it depends. Like, if I'm hungry, of course, like, at night, I'll, like, make myself a sandwich. So, I guess I guess that's technically dinner, you know? But I think I drink more things than I do eat food. Which is good, because our bodies are made out of liquid and not uh, mac and cheese. You know what? I've been ordering mac and cheese from Chick-fil-A, and every time I've gotten it, it's just, like, Listen, with my mac and cheese, I like when it has, like, that melted cheese to it because it just feels more authentic and I can, like, I can feel safe eating it. But then when it's just, like, cream, like, liquid cheese, I just can't, I don't like that at all. And I know there's people that are like, no, no, that's, like, the the best kind of mac and cheese. I don't think so. I think when there's just, it's just a bunch of melted cheese, that's great, right? So maybe you agree with me on that. But, um, did I even introduce this episode? I'm pretty sure I did. Welcome to the, uh, Peachy Cast, colon, the Peachy King Podcast. It's, uh, as you are listening to this, well, today is Sunday, February 21st. When you listen to this tomorrow, it's going to be Monday, February 22nd. Now, um, I know that this is a little belated, but happy belated Valentine's Day. You know, for all of you couples that uh, probably posted something on Instagram um, that was really cute, but like annoying 
two singles. <laughs> no, just kidding. You know, I, I think if I were to be in a relationship, I'd be the one to like rub it in people's face in a good way. You know, well, is that even in a good way? How to how to do that? Maybe not. Um, no, it just seems forceful to people that aren't single because they clearly aren't in a relationship, right? So they'll look at that relationship post and they'll be like, "Good, I can't believe they're in a in a you know in a in a relationship and I'm not in it. How dare they? You know, they're dumb, right? That's like us single people like deflecting on our lack of a relationship. <laughs> but listen, Valentine's Day is not just for couples, okay? It's about uh, your family, right? It's about your your BFFs. I had I I noticed that there were a lot of Valentine's Day uh, get-togethers around my church, and uh, there weren't any Dudentines gatherings. I um because there was the Valentine's thing, and then I wanted there to be a Dudentines Day. Just just some single dudes, you know. But there's not a lot of other. Uh, I guess single dudes in my in my church, but that's okay. You know that just means that more people are in a in a happy relationship, which is nice. Here's another thing, okay? People are always like, "Oh, it's bad being single." It's not bad at all, okay? I actually like. Okay, can we can let let's be honest? Like, I get that. You know, there's. I feel like there in in life, there's always going to be that one. Uh, breakup that really like affects you in a, in a way. Um, I was in a relationship for like four months, but I really liked this girl. And uh, when we broke up and stuff, I was absolutely uh, devastated. That is a doggo. Where's the doggo? Oh, he's out. He's out there. He's kind of loud. You know, I don't want him to affect this podcast. Or maybe you don't even hear it. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to be silent for a sec. Maybe you, maybe you do. Okay, well, that's fine. What was I going to say? No, yeah, I was in a four-month relationship with a girl. And it like was absolutely devastating. And it took me a while to get back onto my my feet. Right? But that's... I think... Here's, here's, here's my crazy point. I think it's good... Can you... Doggo... I'm trying to record a podcast here. Okay. <laughs> well, now he's silent. That's okay. I'm I'm uh, I'm recording near a cemetery and people kind of walk around here and stuff, which is nice, you know. Even if it's winter, it's 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 nice that they're they're visiting, you know. But anyways, here's here's my here's my big thing. I think it's good to go through at least one breakup, you know, because you know, if you don't, if you're just, I don't know, just like the whole thing that I've been saying about, like, uh, hardships make us stronger, especially when it comes to, like, a breakup, okay? Like, post-breakup me, uh, I'm very, I'm very proud of, you know? I, uh, you know, I got some, 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 some nice shoes, some kicks. I, I usually wore, like, white Converse, uh, black Converse, red Converse, and now I, I went for yellow. I was just like, heck it, I'm going yellow, and yellow is my favorite color and stuff and all that and stuff. And, you know, it's it's good for a breakup to happen so that you can just figure out what you did wrong, right? Figure out what you did wrong, what you could do to be better, and uh, and then your next relationship, 
you come in being a little more mature than you were when you first started a relationship. So, um, and even, and here's another thing, even being single for a long time, I think is kind of necessary for our growth uh, and a good thing. Um, Because the more that you are kind of by yourself relationship-wise, the more you, uh, you know, you you deal with things on your own, you kind of build your identity, you know, uh, on like how you react to others, what you do and stuff like that. You know, not to say that our identity should be solely based on what we do. Okay. Which isn't all, which isn't good either. I can't say like, you know, who, who are you? Oh, I'm a piano player. That doesn't really explain things very well, you know? So, uh, yeah, just want to put that out there. If you're single, it's okay to be single, all right? There's nothing bad about it. I don't like this whole thing of like, oh, you know, single again, right? And I'm not deflecting here either. Of course, I had my 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 feelings of, oh, it'd be nice to be in a relationship right now. Of course, I had that this month. Um, but you, you you're not, just because you're not in a relationship doesn't mean you're alone. You know, you have friends, you have family, you have, um, and you have yourself, okay? You know, treat yourself, just based under a good morals, okay? So don't, like, treat yourself by going and robbing a bank. <laughs> so, but uh, take care of yourself, like, mentally and physically and spiritually. I've, uh, I've actually started working out uh, in the mornings before I go to work. Which is, it's honestly really awesome. And uh, I know it sounds insane. Like what I do is I, I get up at 4 in the morning. <laughs> I get ready. I, uh, I leave at like 4.45 to head to the gym. And then I work out for an hour until 6. And then 6 I take a shower. It's like 15 minutes. And then the rest of the time, you know, I either get like a small breakfast and uh, read some of the Bible. Or uh, just kind of listen to some worship music. Uh, in my car for a bit I found this really nice like song on Spotify it's called what is it called it's called like three hours it, yeah it's like a three hour song um, it's a, it's on YouTube and it's got like 12 million views on YouTube which is insane to me and uh, and it's honestly it honestly sounds really good it's instrumental and it's just like a chord progression but uh, it's really nice it's just like you know, you're able to just soak, right, in God's presence. And I was looking through the comments on this on the YouTube video, and I I read this comment of a of a woman that said that she gave birth, uh, to her kid while listening to the song, and that the the room was filled with like a like a peace about them. And I was like, wow, I didn't think that you know <laughs> you could like just put on a, some YouTube song and just give you know birth. But that's them, you know? I don't know if I would do that. Or I guess if my wife wanted to, you know, I wouldn't, you know, she's the one in labor, okay? Whatever, whatever helps, <laughs> you know? Um, what what else was I going to say? I think I went, I segued too, too, too much. And now I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say it's good to be single, which is good. Oh, yeah, I just don't like that it's such a bad thing to be single well when you're single you get to grow as a person really you know see god all right you know people that are like i'm dating jesus right now 
<laughs> maybe don't take that too seriously. But I mean, it's true in a sense. Uh, you know, we're called to be in a love relationship with God. So, you know, that's part of Valentine's Day too. Okay, you know, Jesus will he be my Valentine? And he would say yes, because he he would, he always would. You know, he he never reject a Valentine's Day invitation. Um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Speaking of, like, old relationships, you know what's crazy? So, I, f- I didn't know that I never deleted Instagram messages. And uh, and so, I'm, like, scrolling down this giant list of, like, DMs and, like, messages and stuff. And uh, I noticed, like, a bunch of really old messages back from, like, when I was in high school. In, like, I was kind of, like, surprised for a bit. I was thinking, like, Wow. The fact that I, like, used to talk to these people, uh, and now we don't talk ever, and we don't follow each other. So I deleted some, but then I saw, like, like old texts from, like, my, uh, like, McDonald's years, like, from, <laughs> from when I worked at McDonald's when I was, mm, like, uh, like, 17? Yeah, yeah, like, 17 when I was, uh, when I was a kid, secular in my ways, <laughs> And I uh, uh, was interested in a person, and they were interested in me. And we were kind of together for four months. Uh, yeah, around there. But uh, we broke up, which was which is good, you know. But I found, like, our old messages. We just, we would always send each other memes, even back then, which is insane to me. Uh, and I had this weird feeling of, like, should I follow them, maybe? Maybe they would follow me back, and we can you know, talk again, but then I thought, no, <laughs> sometimes there's things that are better left to, to let go of, uh, in this case, uh, a relationship, where they're also, like, in a relationship already with someone else for, like, two years, so, you know, I think I would be, I'd be kind of selfish if I was just like, hey, how's it going, and then they're, like, happy, and now they have to, like, feel, like, some way about me, like, oh, you know what, I'm, yo, great, it's great to know you, King, and, stuff like that uh (laughs) but yeah so i'm probably gonna delete those old conversations it was it's so weird like looking back at your old conversations it's just like how you were back then um i don't know i was a bit lukewarm in my faith which is uh definitely a bad thing to have uh especially in your faith because even even the scriptures are like hey if you're lukewarm um that's like the worst thing um like God actually prefers if you're, um, what's it called? Like if you're one way, if you're hot or if you're cold, but you can't be in the middle. I mean, cause it's kind of like impossible, you know, a, you know, a good tree can't bear bad fruit and vice versa. Um, so if you're a good tree, you got to bear good fruit. Um, so yeah, that was, I was looking back at me and I was like, wow. And, and, and in a way I was kind of feeling a little like, uh, I don't know, embarrassed, I guess, about myself and how I was, but I know that's not, that's also not a good thing to do, okay, you gotta, we all grow, we all do our dumb stuff back then, right, and, uh, and it's good that, uh, there's chances for us to really grow over that and not live in that kind of, uh, mindset, you know, so, uh, it was nice to look at that, and now I'm just like, ah, bye-bye, you know? <laughs> uh, here's another thing, too. Uh, if you're 
worried so much about all of the friends that you've lost over over in the past, you know, whether you um, just didn't end things well with people. Uh, well, another good thing is to make sure that it ends well, um, which is also really nice. Uh, second, um, think about the friends that you have now that care for you and um, don't just use you, all right? You know, you do, and you do have friends. You have family and you have friends that that love you, you know? Um, so, yeah. It was, uh, hmm, you know, I I don't think I've, I've given any relationship advice, you know, since, since starting Peachy Cast. And I guess this is a bit of that kind of episode. I mean, especially concerning Valentine's Day, am I right? I, uh, I probably could have talked about the Valentine's Day with my with my friend Jake Masterson, the the anonymous name. <laughs> um, but we just talked about random stuff. I'm sure you've I'm sure you've heard it. Um, it was it was fun. Uh, I especially love our like Seinfeld bit. I thought that was funny. I I go back and I listen to that at times. You just say, oh Jerry. But um, here's some relationship advice. Make sure it ends on good terms. Um, because sometimes when we end things, we tend to think that the other person is mostly to blame when in actuality, um, we can both take part in some sort of fault. And of course, I'm not saying that that goes for all relationships, of course, um, except just for my scenario. Um, wow. It was, there was a point where like, I really did not like my significant other after we broke up. Um, and it was, it was mutual and it was, I think it was a good thing because we were actually, it was like in ministry school, right? Uh, where we were trying to learn and kind of grow in our spiritual gifts or trying to focus on, um, you know, know, getting closer to God in a deeper way, learning things. Um, so we had like a, you know, a good time together, but it was like, we should like focus more on, on ourselves. And so that happened. Um, but then like, uh, it was kind of like a, like a break kind of, and I was expecting us to get back together afterwards and it didn't happen. Uh, and I didn't know that it was just going to like be done with, you know? And so I was kind of, I was like secretly hoping that something would happen and that maybe I could like win her over and stuff like that. Um, which is, you know. So that just made me do like embarrassing things, you know what I mean? Just make a fool out of myself. Um, and it would just make me angry. I was just angry at her. And then to make matters worse, there was a time where uh, she brought this guy over and they uh, she started dating someone. And I was thinking like, okay, so you're not ready to date, but you dated this person. And I had this immense hatred for her, which is not good. And um, But the thing is, that didn't help me at all. You know, all it did was just um, make me be worse off, basically. You know what I mean? Um, so, so yeah, so, like, this whole time, I was just not able to heal after this. And I'm not blaming her for anything, um, you know? It's all in the past, too, you know? Um, and she's she's cool, and we're on good terms now. But, um, but yeah, at the time it did not, you know, I was really trying to get over it and it was really hard to. And, um, so during that time, my whole mindset was like, she was the one that hurt me, 
you know? But uh, one day I was just working and I was looking back at my, uh, like, the mission trip that I went to, you know, where it was very, I guess you could say, awkward because we were in that point and then I was in that point of, like, unforgiveness and, like, uh, dislike. (laughs) Um, But I was looking back and I was like, man, you know, there were times where I I actually hurt her. And um, I was looking back, I was like, oh my gosh, I was, I've been thinking about this whole thing absolutely wrong to, to, to that point where like, I just like, I blinded myself, I guess, from discovering my faults within what happened. And so I was just like, I gotta like call her and like, you know, like actually like apologize. And so I called her up, I was like, hey, you know, um, because here's what happened the way it ended uh she we were texting and she just kind of stopped texting and what really bothered me at the time was like why couldn't she just like text me back you know for like an answer for like closure um and so i was blaming her for not for me not having closure when i finally understood why she did it because of what you know i did around like the mission trip all that kind of stuff and so I call her up and I was like, hey, I uh, I understand why you didn't like text me for closure and stuff. Um, I just want to say I'm sorry for all of that. And uh, she's like, yeah, and, you know, and then I'm sorry too, you know. Um, and it was good. That's that's a good way to, to end something. And and I don't, I don't know why I'm telling you this. I mean, I guess just out of experience, it's nice to uh, tell people this because it's a good way to learn, you know, out of experience. But... Um, at that point, like even during our conversation, all of that, like hatred and all of that, uh, like unforgiveness, it just, it like literally melted off of me during that moment. It was just like, and you know, I got off the phone and I, I felt, I actually felt lighter. Um, and it was, yeah, it was really good. And, um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so. It was good, and I haven't been in a relationship since, which is okay. Um, just working on myself and uh, all that kind of stuff, you know, seeking God. Um, this, man, even this week, um, you know, I'm trying to, like, prepare myself more for military, you know. I'm working out kind of, like, every week day, and then I'm taking a break on weekends. Um, it's just... Yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to, like, work on myself, like, physically, um, spiritually, mentally, because I think it's, it's really good to exercise, and I think that also plays well into building yourself spiritually, because even in the scripture, um, explains that, you know, our, our bodies are a temple, and we are to treat it as such, out of respect, and out of, you know, to keep your temple clean, um, and so, and yeah, and like, you know, it's weird because usually when I work out, I listen to like rock, you know, or like dubstep or something. But this time around, I've been like listening to some upbeat worship stuff. And it's kind of been like helping me even more, which is crazy. Um, it's almost like it's almost like a form of worship in itself, too, because what is worship? Uh, it's like you're you're praising God right? 
and you can worship God through like a lot more ways than just singing right there's dancing you can you can worship through your work what what you do at work and in this case you can exercise you know build your temple right <laughs> build the muscles out of out of uh giving God glory you know and so that's really been helping me um I'm just I usually just, yeah like I'm praying like on the treadmill I'm just like all right God like this workout is for you I'm asking for strength in this day you know, um, I just give this to you today and, you know, it's just, then I just work out. I went on the treadmill for like the first time and it was, uh, you know, it didn't go so, it didn't go so bad. You know, I didn't fall on my face, so that's good, (laughs) but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been really good. And then even I'm trying to make more of an effort to read the Bible, um, because here, here's the thing, man, because it's, it's easy for me to just flip on a worship song and uh and sing along you know and just like worship him but sometimes just like it's it's hard for me to really sit down and read the bible and get into god's word and uh, i kind of have to like really discipline myself to do that because you know i could give myself an excuse of not having enough time but at the same time i usually use that time to watch like stuff on hulu or youtube so (laughs) i don't I probably don't make good effort of my time, you know? I just kind of waste it, you know? I uh, just nap and stuff. Um, But this time, I'm really trying to get into that word, Um, which is good. Um, Actually, statistics show um, that even Christians that have read the Bible, like, four times a week, they're, like, they, they explain that they're more, like, energetic, that they're more happy, that um, they've they have more discernment over their situations, it's it's crazy, and that's what happens because uh, his word is is living and breathing, and by that I mean it gives us life because everything that we can read in the Bible, it's almost like you can discover something new out of it. You know what I mean? So yeah, and I know you're probably thinking like, oh great, King's being all Christian this episode. Listen, if some guy on on a podcast can talk about how agnostic he is, at least I could talk about, you know, Christian stuff, you know, and I'm sure you are Christian maybe listening to this and you've looked for podcasts, you know, that, you know, and they're like, oh, another poop joke. Oh, that's wholesome. And maybe you want something a little, little wholesome like this one, right? A little, uh, little episode 11 of the Peachy Cast. <laughs> but anyways... Um, and so, man, I just, well, mm, before I, before I continue, I'll probably just have like a break because I want to really get into, um, what God's been kind of showing me lately. Just, um, just like his love, you know, uh, I listened to an episode of Chris Valentin's podcast. He's, he's a, an associate pastor at Bethel Church in Reading and he talked about, God's love, but the fact that of how, uh, like, how unfathomable it is to ourselves, like, um, it's like something that we can't fully understand. You know, we could we can assume what love is, but God's love is so much more than that. That it's like, it's probably just like it's outside space and time, and it's like we can't 
we can't ever like comprehend it, you know. Um, but I think at times we can really experience it, even to some uh, limited extent. But man, when you when you experience that, when you experience that encounter, it's like you can't you can't go back. It's like what else could I do? But <laughs> I couldn't do anything. I can't go back to that, you know. That's like my faith is built on my encounters with God. Um, oh, darn it, I gotta, I gotta take a break. Okay, I'm pausing this. Whoop! Here's the ad. Hey, <laughs> no, that was weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, we're back. Welcome back to the second half of this episode episode 11 i don't know what to name it now oh no oh no well anyways i still want to talk about um god's love because that's really been on my on my heart it's really been speaking to me this past week especially you know valentine's day you know um which you know i want to be open and honest with you guys you know if i you know, if I come to, like, a revelation about God and stuff, you know, I, I'd, I'd like to share it, you know? All right? You know, you know, it's just... Anyway, anyways. <laughs> so, but, but, for, but firstly, firstly, here's what you should not do when you're working out, okay? Don't do... Don't do a bunch of sit-ups at the end of your workout, because you're gonna want to throw up, and then you do throw up. See, here's <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, during like my be- the beginning of me working out, and it's been like two weeks. Um, but like the first two days that I started working out, uh, well, see, I think what I also did wrong was I like w- would eat a banana uh, before, which I th- I figure was gonna be a good idea, right? Because it's a banana, it's fruit. Bananas are healthy. They give you, like, natural energy, right? So I'm thinking that's a good thing, right? And I don't know if it was that or if I was just, like, dehydrated or or if I was just, like, exerting myself a little too much. But at the end of my workout, I would do, like, 30 to 40 sit-ups and I would instantly be all, like, nauseated I felt like I was going to throw up, and then I would, uh, that was a burp, I'm sorry, and I would be, like, throwing up in the shower, and it was not, not, it wasn't, like, fun, you know, I wouldn't recommend throwing up, okay, <laughs> unless you were poisoned, and you have to get that poison out of you, okay, so, but other than that, it's not cool, throwing up especially if you've only had like a banana you know and water it's like there's not much to like throw up you know it's just water but like your body still wants it out of you which i just i didn't like that you know i didn't like that my body was like this is going out and you're (laughs) you're like no so but, but I think what really triggered the first time was I drank a bunch of water right after doing sit-ups. Um, and I took, like, gulps because I was thirsty. And then that didn't work. The second time I did it, I didn't even drink that much water. And then it still happened. So I'm like, what the heck? And so what I did 
was I put my sit-ups near the beginning of my workouts. And that way, now I don't need to throw up. So, <laughs> yay! And I also decided to not like eat anything until after I work out. And it's usually an hour. I think I established that. I'm, I don't even, I don't, I mean, I guess I kind of have some kind of plan. Because when, you work in, when you're working out, it's nice to do pairs, right? So like chest and triceps, because both of them, they're very, um, what, what would you call it? Connected in terms of, I guess, muscle anatomy. And the same would go for back and biceps. So it would be like one day I do chest and tries. The other day I do, uh, I'm stretching back and biceps. Um, I'm doing legs, sort of. All I'm doing is like running a mile on the treadmill. Um, not every morning, though. Um, because I know that it's good to take a small break so that your legs uh, build and stuff. And so what I do is I do like a mile on the treadmill and then after that I uh I like go on the other running machines but I don't do too much I still like exert myself you know but not too much you know um and the thing is like about running the mile it's taking like 10 minutes for me to do that um I set the timer to 10 and then I put the speed to I think six and then I guess it, like, predicts that I'd be going, like, a mile on it. It says miles, and then it's, like, 1.03. So, I mean, 10 minutes for a mile, I don't think that's that good, you know? Granted, I haven't ran since high school, but even then, I had good times, okay? I had, like, seven, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think my, my, I think my best score was, like, 645. So, you know, I figured that I would be that good, going back into running, but, uh, no, not quite, <laughs> which is fine, you know, at this point, I'm just kind of building my cardio, you know, because it's definitely building cardio, me running for 10 minutes nonstop, because I don't, I don't do, like, the slowing down thing, um, I just figure if I'm just gonna be running all the time, you know, I might as well get used to it. And uh, and I I, re- I, I I listened to this YouTube video on, like, a good way to run. And he was saying that it's good to uh, breathe through your nostrils in and then out through your mouth. But it's hard. I don't know. I think my nostrils, you know, I it's they're they're like a bit clogged, you know, and maybe that's like a genetics thing because my dad has this has a similar thing. So great, thanks. But uh, you know, it's just you know, don't you hear that? That's insane, you know. I just wish my nose was more cleared up so more air could travel through my nostrils to sustain my lungs. <laughs> he was saying that every two steps um breathing in and out is good but like it was hard for me to do that so i i did four instead so it's like like that you know uh when he was saying it's like which is like hard to do it's almost like you're well, maybe you're conserving more of your oxygen. I I don't know. It was easier for me to do the four-step thing. And and maybe it was because it was like uh slowing my heart rate a bit 
down more, which probably does give more energy. But I also don't know too much about running and the uh, the science behind it. But that's okay, you know. I'm just I'm getting there. My 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 one problem is I want to follow like workout tip accounts like on Instagram, you know, be nice to have one. We're like, Hey, here's a good exercise for your deltoids or whatever. Uh, but I don't see any, all I see are people like Pamela Rife of like, here's a booty workout. And you know, I wouldn't mind doing a booty workout, you know, that's glutes, you know, doesn't have to be gender exclusive. Uh, but also her Instagram account I don't know. I just see butts, right? And she's just like, hey, this is what working out does for me. I'm like, great. Where's the workout? (laughs) I'm going to look her up right now. Pamela Rife. I think her last name is German for ripe. Isn't that interesting? But here, I'm going to look. Okay. Here's the here's the one picture. It says on a on a scale from one to ten, the sunny weather makes me eleven happy. <laughs> okay, my story is all about. I got fifteen percent discount. Helping me enjoy your sun. See, like, does it? Is there a website I can go to? Oh, okay. There's a website at least. But uh, I mean, you know, good for her. I was told by my friend who who does her workouts. That her workouts are crazy, and so I really want to try them, whatever they are. Uh, I don't know. So maybe this website will show me more workouts. I don't know. Well, anyways, I know that that the last segment I was gonna talk about like my God thing, but first of all, first just before we do that, I want to talk about Nintendo. Okay, Nintendo, like what the heck are you doing? Okay. Uh, here, maybe if I go and look up, like, everything that they announced for the Nintendo Direct, okay? Because that's apparently, like, a big thing that Nintendo does where they they announce a bunch of games and they, they, they didn't necessarily have a lot during COVID. And people were like, oh, man, I can't wait for the Nintendo Direct. And, uh, I don't know. They didn't, like, here's the thing. They, I don't think they announced a lot of cool stuff. They, like, I like the Switch, okay? I bought it, and you know why I bought it? I bought it so that I could play Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Those games are incredibly fun, and I love playing them. And I don't care that I bought a Switch just for those two games, okay? I mean, we have other stuff, too. We have uh, Super Mario Party, and what else? What else? Ah, jeez. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, we have Mario Odyssey, of course. Um, that game's pretty fun, too. But, I mean, when it's over, it's over. You know, there's not much else to do after that. So, anyways. Uh, here. I want to... I'll look up the stuff. Nintendo Drawing Roundup. Yeah, okay. So, my problem is that the Switch, it's a, it's a good console. It's a, it's a brilliant idea. But the thing is, they don't have a lot of Nintendo games. And I know you're thinking, Bukin, it's Nintendo! Here's, it's, like, all they have on their Nintendo shop is a bunch of, like, indie platformer games. And, you know, I'm all for whatever. Indie platform games are are cool, but there's so many 
I just want, like, can I just have Mario Sunshine without paying $60 for it? You know? They're, like, they're, like, just taking, like, previous games, right, of, like, N60. Like, that's what they could have done. What if they were just like, hey, here's all the N64 games, here's all the GameCube games, you can buy them and just play them. You know, like the thing that Xbox does, except and except for this time, what Nintendo does is they just take their old games and they release it out onto the Switch so that it could be played on the Switch, and then it's charged for like $60, whereas you could probably get the original game for like 20 And that's the thing about... The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD revealed. It's 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 the same game because it released on the Wii and then they re-released it again on the Wii U and now they're releasing it again on the Switch and they're charging you sixty dollars. That's like like what the heck? I don't want. I don't like for people who like the game. They probably. This is like the third time they're buying it just so that they can keep playing on a a, a, a relevant console, which isn't fair, all right? And I, I keep saying it, but Mario Kart 8 has been around for like eight years, and it's still $60. Why is it still $60? It's ridiculous. Why are they charging so much for these games that are like... Listen, Call of Duty is $60. That's fine. And even like two years later... They give a discount on the game because no one plays it a lot. But in this case, Nintendo is just like, oh, $60, $60. And then they release something like Mario Golf. And they expect you to pay $60 for a golf game. (laughs) And then they... uh, What else? What else? Well, they didn't even announce a lot of games that people wanted them to announce. They wanted... People were excited for the Breath of the Wild 2 game and it wasn't announced they announced that there was no announcement basically and then you know metroid prime 4 right the big reveal nope 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 nothing about metroid prime but no i guess you can just drop a splatoon 3 like i don't understand like us nintendo fans are asking for these games to release and then they're like uh how about splatoon 3 okay um no I don't care about Splatoons. It's it's like Call of Duty except calligraphy. <laughs> um, <laughs> in other news, uh, Fall Guys is coming to Nintendo Switch. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, they just like they didn't really announce a lot of cool stuff. They announced like some Smash Brothers character, but they're. They're, they're like, it's another set of anime sword fighters. That's what Smash Brothers likes to do. They just, like, they have, like, ten Fire Emblem characters on there. It's like, can you just, like, make, make the fans happy. Just give them Genos or whatever. The one, like, Pinocchio guy from that Mario game that no one plays anymore. <laughs> but so it's a cult classic. I don't know. Or at least come out with like a new F Zero game, or even uh, sorry I burped, or even like a new mother game. Characters like Ness and Lucas are on Smash Brothers, but I I bet like young people don't even realize that they had their own game. You know, they just know them from Super Smash Brothers because that's all they've been in for like the past twenty years. It's like I don't know, just like 
do something new, all right? I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's enough about Nintendo. You guys think I should stop complaining about things? I don't want to be some guy that just complains about things all the time. I don't like people that do that, right? Because, you know, they complain about something, and then you're like, Hi, okay, cool, see you later, and then you walk away, and you suddenly feel very tired. It's because you were carrying... The, the weight of positivity surrounding the character, the, I mean, not the character, the person that was negative. I'm not trying to be a negative, negative Nancy, alright? I, you know, I say I'm a happy little, happy, happy guy, you know, cause of, you know, it's just, I think it's funny ranting about things, and that's why I have it recorded and on these podcasts. Did I announce that I was Wait, did I? No, I think I announced back in my last segment that this episode is being recorded right now. Uh, hey guys, it's, what is it? F- February? F- February 22nd? While you're listening to this, of course. But anyways. So, that's enough about Nintendo and me working out. But, here's what you've all been waiting for. I really want to get into the topic of what God's been kind of showing me for the past week or so and um well i guess maybe the past month because you know i did i you know i i said some good points i believe about my about how i think it's it is a good healthy thing to be single for a long time i think it's um good to at least go through one breakup and i'm not saying that like the breakup itself is like good i just mean like how you approach it um because you know based on my story i didn't approach it very well in the beginning um out of my own like pride you know because i felt as though i was the one in the right and i felt victimized and that kind of empowered me but in like a negative aspect where it just let me uh, uh kind of hang the my tragedy over her you know, but I also didn't like talk to her at all. And so I just kind of like kept it amongst myself, you know, as like an excuse to be sad and angry at her, even though that's not what you should do. It's good to forgive. And I know it's hard to forgive, but you know, it's just good. Even we gotta, we gotta, we have to learn to forgive someone, even if they don't say sorry. And that's what I was kind of dealing with at that time also because, you know, I'm not, you know, because I think that there were things that probably could have ended better on her part. And I blamed her for that, of course, Uh, you know, not looking at my own faults and how things ended, Um, you know, uh, darn it. I just had an, an insane brain fart. No, I'm saying it's good to forgive. And I was in that place of unforgiveness, uh, of like having to forgive her even even when she didn't say sorry. But then I realized, wait, I should also be saying sorry. Um, and that's, yeah, so, I don't know. Look, like when, you know, look at your faults, I guess. Okay. In a, not in a condemning matter. Okay. The way that condemnation and conviction the way that it's different is condemnation just brings you down where conviction uh, uh, builds you up so that you could be better than what you were. And that's what, um, that's what you should do. You know, be better. 
<laughs> so, anyways, so, yeah. So, um, this past month, God's really just been showing me like His love, which I mean, God is love, you know. And love is patient. Love is kind. Doesn't envy. Doesn't boast. And since God is love, God is also all of those things. And sometimes we can really. Sometimes it's hard to actually fully accept it for ourselves, and sometimes it's hard to uh, want to receive it, because I think that a lot of times we we like being in the place of, um, I guess I guess in a place of hurt, so that we can. Well, I don't know why I do it. I think maybe I do it so that I can give myself an excuse to stay in a place where I don't change from what happened to me. Or maybe it's like I don't want what happened to me to shape who I am. But in a way, it's good to be shaped by um, the things that you deal with. Because maybe it seems like it would be a bad thing, but it actually is a good thing. I don't know. I just I tend to just suppress my my thoughts and everything. You know, I I feel as though that I can take care of things myself and also if I'm like dealing with something, I don't feel like telling other people because um I don't know. It's just like I feel as though it'd be a burden on them and it'd be annoying, so I just like keep it to myself. But I don't know. I feel like God's just calling me into like even deeper into a relationship with him. And, you know, I think there's times where God just like, he never stops saying that because we can always constantly go deeper in a relationship with him. Um, but in this season, I think it's just, I need to figure out like what makes the season different from the other seasons, because there's times where I'm, in, I'm encountering him. Um, but also, mostly times where I am not encountering him in places where I assume I will encounter him. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I've been, so that's why I'm kind of like trying to read more scripture and stuff. I just, I want to like know him more, you know, I want to remember what God speaks into the Bible and to the word because it's living and it's breathing. Um, be, and and I say that as in like it gives us life, you know. Um, I don't even know if I said that already, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I don't know. So I've just been dealing with like my stuff, you know. I know that I need to um like accept myself, you know, because God accepts me, you know, and. You know, God's like, hey, Keen, guess what? Like, I really love you. And I'm like, you know, hey, yeah, that's cool. Like, uh, I know that. And then he's like, no, no, listen, I really love you, okay? And here's the thing about about love. The thing is, perfect love casts out all fear. God casts out all fear, right? So when we're dealing with stress when we're dealing with anxiety it's almost like we're dealing with that because we don't know how loved we are because if we know that we're loved then our anxiety all our stress is gone because love 
melts away all of that stuff. So I think when we deal with situations that are above our control, we need to know that God loves us and is in control because then we don't have anything to worry about, you know? Um, <laughs> that's cool. I recommend you guys um, listen to um, Chris Valentin's podcast. He was ta- he, and and this is why I've been like dealing with this stuff because he he had a sermon about God's love and the fact that it's actually so uh, so crazy to comprehend. It's like so above us. It's like like how deep, how wide, how high is his love for us it's beyond our understanding of what love is because i mean there's um there's different loves in the greek and then agape is what god's love is where it's like that's his love that we can't understand and um it's it's funny because maybe sometimes it's like okay we don't have to comprehend it we can we just need to receive it but i think sometimes his love can come across as also something so simple where you're just like no no it's got to be something more complicated than this and god's like nope here it is but you know it's also you can't comprehend this you don't know <laughs> so um so yeah i just i just want to encourage you guys that you are loved by god but you're also really 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 loved Okay, and we may not be able to comprehend God's love, but we can also, we can encounter it too. And I can tell you personally by experience that his love is just so good, okay? Like, and maybe my problem is I haven't encountered that in a bit. Um, But maybe that's just God's way of saying, hey, keep pursuing me. Um, I think that's what God means to tell us, you know, like if we're ever in a place where we're not exactly encountering him as much as we were back before, that just means that the way that you did things back then, God wants to meet you in a different way, you know, because God never leaves us. You know, I just think we just have to, uh, change our perspective of how to meet him. I, uh, and I've... Yeah, and I'm I'm dealing with that too. Like, you know, my ministry school, I encountered God in like crazy ways. And after ministry school, I haven't really encountered him a lot. Um which, you know, which I'm not like super well, I mean, I kind of am upset about it. I'm I'm hungry for him, you know? I want to encounter him more and more. Um it just hasn't happened, but I think that's, like I said, God's way of saying for me to pursue him in a way that's 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 different from how I encountered him at my ministry school, you know, um, or just how we encounter him in our daily life, whether it's work or school or family stuff, friend stuff, you know, I mean, he's all around, he's omnipresent, it's not like we just meet him at church and you know, when we part ways with them, you know, he sticks with us, you know, um, I guess it's just a matter of how can we invite him into our life, um, yeah, just that, how can we invite him into our life, I don't know, so I've, uh, um, 
I went to this praise night, and it was it was really good. You know, it's very spontaneous. There wasn't exactly like a plan. People were just worshiping, which is really nice. And uh, kind of like near the center of the uh, the uh, the room, that's where people were really getting wrecked, like weeping and like dancing, which I love absolutely. And it's you know it's funny because uh, this past like the, the past two weeks, I'm kind of like I'm bothered at some people who like when they worship, it doesn't seem like they're actually worshiping, right? So, like, in my head, I'm thinking, like, why can't they, like, clap? Why can't they dance, you know? You know, they they should be worshiping, you know? But then what's funny is when I was seeing this all occur at this praise night thing, I'm there, like, not really feeling that encounter that they were feeling. And I was like, what's wrong with, is it something wrong with me? Is it, like, is God trying to show me something? But uh, coming back from it, like, I didn't really encounter god that night like people some people were and i'm thinking like like i'm hungry god and i want your presence and i know that i shouldn't be worshiping you just to get your encounter because that's another thing that he's shown me too when we worship it's because he's worthy of it you know like we it shouldn't matter if he encounters us or not we're there to worship him. We're, we're not there to worship him just so that we can get something out of it. Just so that we can get an encounter. And so that's my, that's my, that's my process in this. It's like, you know, even if I don't encounter you today, God, this is, this is my worship because you matter to me. And so, but I, but God also delights in being with us and, del- and delights in, in, in encountering us through worship because it happens and and I can attest to moments in my life where I didn't think that God loved me. I didn't think that God wanted to encounter me because I thought I was just some broken sinner and I was just, you know that was just if if I sin maybe even once I might go to hell but maybe if I could just ask for forgiveness maybe he will let me in. But man and <laughs> that's not that's not how he is, you know? And there, there's there been times where I would feel that and then I would feel that encounter of his love because that's that's how God, like, sh- like shows up. It's, like, through encouragement and love. Like, when you think a certain... Like, when you think that you're not loved, God shows up and he says, No, listen to me. You are loved and this is how much I love you. And it's just a feeling and you can't, you don't have to know how he does love you. He just does. And so there's been times in my life where I'm healing from like, you know, even uh, in my third episode when I talked about getting burned by my old church, um, that was a moment where I was just healed by him. And there's, there were late nights and late worship nights and late worship services where I, I just I just knelt and wept because his presence was so strong on me because I was finally seeing how much he loved me and and sometimes even even understanding that you have to encounter it first to know that 
you know, and I encourage you guys that like, like I'm praying that you guys experience, you truly experience God's love for you in a way that you don't even, you don't even know what the heck is going on, but that's, it's him and it's great, you know, um, but yeah, I haven't encountered that that in a in a long time and maybe I'm being tested as of like, you know, do, do you do you love me even if I don't show up? And I mean I do, you know. Um but I also want to openly receive him. As I don't want to like um just uh deny it you know so i'm just like i'm openly receiving it right and so i i i I know i'm like i got all these like unfinished stories but anyways so the praise night is over people are getting encountered i wasn't in that place and i'm wondering like this is weird like i'm like asking i'm asking for an encounter for his presence because i'm hungry and i don't know what's going on that it hasn't happened and then today this morning i i put on a song and then i'm just like tearing up i'm like you know it's just weird that like i could be in a place where god is like moving incredibly i don't feel that way entirely and yet i can turn on a worship song and get hit by that it's like <laughs> there's no formula you know so maybe maybe the problem is that i'm trying to understand it when i don't need to and maybe it's just I just need to like, hey guy, what's up? Hey, and he's like, hey, what's up? And then boom, you know, I get hit or something. I don't know. So I don't know. Uh, I want to encourage you guys with that, you know. And you know, and and that's another thing. Like, if you're a Christian like me and you haven't exactly encountered that presence in a long time, I would say keep your faith, you know. Um, because you know that it's happened before and maybe it's just a different season and maybe God's just trying to show you something, but with enough prayer and questions, he'll give you the answer to why it's like this, you know, and I know there's in the, well, in the Christianese language, you know, I know there's people that are like, what does this mean? What does this mean? But when we we tend to refer to a dry season as like a season where we don't necessarily encounter him so much. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know if they actually exist, you know, because God is everywhere. And I think as long as we ask him, he's going to show up, just not in the way that we expect. So dry season, I don't know if that exists really. Maybe it, maybe it does. Maybe this is a dry season for me, but I don't I I wouldn't say it's dry. I would say it's probably fulfilling in a different aspect. Maybe he's calling me to read my word more because it's really hard for me to read my word more. Maybe he's maybe he will encounter me through that with with enough discipline for me to read my bible because it's so hard. <laughs> um he's just he works through a lot of different ways, you know. And uh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, I noticed that my uh because I'm so close to the mic, you can hear my 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 m- mouth 
<laughs> which is, I'm sorry if you've done that. Or, I mean, no, you haven't done it. You've just been hearing it. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's I, I guess that's kind of what all I have to say. It's, it's, all this stuff I'm saying, you know, about me encountering his love and, like, how exactly do I encounter him now? I, I know it may not seem like so much of an answer because I'm still kind of, like, waiting for that legitimate answer. Maybe there is no answer. Maybe it's just, it's just life. It's just our relationship. Relationships, sometimes there's no answers to them, but it's just there, you know? So, I'm. this is just me talking about my relationship with God, you know? Trying to figure it out. <laughs> Maybe I just overthink things too. So, I don't know. I, um, I just, I don't know. What matters is that he loves you, you know? And if you, if it's hard for you to keep remembering that, remember it now, all right? So, uh, I leave you guys with that. I hope, I hope you guys have a good rest of the week. It's getting a little late in the evening. I gotta get home and... Well, I don't know. You know, maybe I should get like a monster. Like a little mango monster. Because I like those things. Wait, do I have a... Oh, I don't... I drank the mango monster I had in my mini fridge. Oh, jeez. I didn't have that. Ugh. Stuff. And you know what? I had this microphone that I'm using now. But I have this bigger microphone that didn't work with the iPad. But this one works. So, anyways, listen... You guys are really awesome. All right. I, I thank you for like the support. Thank you for listening to this stuff. Even if I'm spouting off about Christian stuff, if you're not even Christian, uh, <laughs> if you have that kind of perspective and you're still listening to it, you know, I really appreciate that, you know, and it's just, I'm just speaking out of like everything I've lived for. All right. Cause I've, I've been a Christian all my life, you know? And maybe you have lived a different life than I have, but this is just my life, and you're hearing my life, and maybe I get to hear yours at some point too. That's just how we all, that's how we are, you know? So, <laughs> anyways, I'm trying to say bye, but I'm just, I'm still talking. Anyways, what is, what is vibrating me now? Oh boy. Oh my gosh, my friends forgot my food too. Whoa, we all for- oh, Wait, wait. I'm reading this now because my friend says she forgot her pizza and then Rainy forgot hers and then Aaron forgot his. Oh my gosh. And I forgot mine. Ridiculous. I bet that, that rubber sole waitress is like really livid. You know? We were we were loud. We were loud. We were like laughing and stuff. We were laughing because I found this thing. You know, if you guys know Babylon B, right? Well, there's they have this thing called the uh, the worship song. What's where is it? Where the heck is it? Oh, I I already hold on. Babylon B worship song generator. It's the funniest thing, especially you know if you're a Christian and you like understand how worship songs work. Remember when I was joking about like worship songs how they have like storm metaphors you know you calm the storm inside you the way the crashy waves 
are over me, but you calm them. You know, it's always it's always something like that. And the chords, they're always like the chord progressions always G D E minor C, which fun fact is actually the first chord progression I learned uh playing piano because that was the first that was the chord progression to the first song I learned, which was the Stand by Hill Song, which is it's a beautiful song. But um you guys want to hear this this worship song? It's called Eternal Creator Thunderclap. <laughs> Wait, did I even I didn't I didn't even explain the worship song generator. It says modern worship songs are unique, thoughtful, engaging, emotionally deep and spiritually moving. They certainly don't write themselves, and trying to come up with one on your own could take a solid 10 to 15 minutes. So what do you do when you need a fresh tune for Sunday morning? Let us help with our patent-pending method of generating the ultimate worship anthems. Warning! The following lyrics are inspired by other things that are divinely inspired, so get ready for some rockin', seeker-friendly, spiritually accessible goodness! And so here's the, here's the verse. The city's a flood and our love turns to rust. <laughs> you repeat that four times, okay? And then your the chorus goes, Drop your nuclear bomb of grace. We don't want it to go away. <laughs> and you you sing that eight times. And then the bridge is let the bodies hit the floor. You've seen that sixteen times. <laughs> oh boy. This thing is ridiculous and it's really funny. I know let the bodies hit the floor is a bit you know <laughs> alluding to a rock song, you know, but whatever. Um <laughs> wait, I'm trying to okay. The thing is it's like generated. Here here's one. Uh, here's a verse. Your glory melts my flesh off of my bones like a Nazi on Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh my gosh. And the chorus is destroy me like a category five hurricane. And the bridge, we sing, we totally love you 48 times. And then we really totally do 12 times. I, it's just, this thing is, is comedy gold. I know I'm not really laughing so much. So it's like, could it really be that funny? But I was, I was cracking up with this stuff at rubber soul and the the waitress probably thought we were all crazy but yeah you know maybe look that up sometime okay leave me alone okay anyways uh hope you guys have a good week honestly listen you are loved you are heard you are talented and you are beautiful uh the way you are okay you know i might have a guest on next week possibly isn't that isn't that exciting and you get to hear my deep voice as i uh uh, uh, uh talk about jesus <laughs> and if you don't like it when i do you have 10 other episodes well i guess technically uh nine and a half which is okay i don't know whatever ha <laughs> I'm just, this is like my, this is like subtle evangelism, right? You know, I'm like the guy with the microphone on the streets of, of, of New York, except it, I, it's an iPad and I'm in my car and it's a podcast and, uh, I also say funny things, I think, <laughs> Uh, I, I need to really post more stuff on my Instagram. Anyways, okay, I need to go. I need to go. Let me go. All right. Bye, guys. See you next week.
Hey, this has been the Peachy Keen Podcast. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, I think, and a lot more, all thanks to Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. If you want updates on podcast episode releases, you can follow the podcast Instagram page at Peachy Keen Podcast, Snow Spaces, and you know how I spell peachy, right? With the I-E at the end, but trust me, I know how to really spell it. It just looks cool that way. And maybe maybe some people out there think it's the most uncool way to purposefully misspell a name. Well, you could just leave me alone. Okay, <laughs> I'm getting off track. I also have a podcast Twitter page at Peachy Pod. Peachy Pod, right? If you don't have Instagram uh, for episode release updates too. And if you like me <laughs> and want more of me, I have a YouTube account called Peachy Keen where I'll have either something wacky like drinking pilk or uh, playing some kind of video game or making a little movie review. You can also watch me stream games via Twitch at peachy underscore keen. And if you follow the account, it lets you know when I'm streaming games like Skyrim maybe or Fortnite, cringe, Nintendo stuff, anything I just like to play. I was just playing Spyro the other day. Man, brings me back, right? So anyways, guys, hope you guys have a wonderful week and uh as always stay peachy